Let's go, let's go, We are on Vav Amad Bey's 6B. We're learning Le'ilu Nishmas, my mother, Imi Marasi, Nechabas, Chaim Zedel, and of course, Le'ilu Nishmas, all the Kedoshim, all our brothers and sisters that have been taken from us since October 7th. It should be for Le'ilu Nishmasam. <clears throat> and we learn Bezichus, our Chayalim, they should be victorious very soon in our day to eradicate the evil of Hamas from our midst. Okay, we're six lines down on six lines down on Vav Amud Beis. The Amar Rabbi Yitzchak. If you've noticed in this Gemara, we've had Amar Rabbi Yitzchak, uh, many different teachings of his. We had Rabbi Yitzchak teaching us about uh, Yitzchak Avinu. We've had him ta- teaching us about Yaakov Avinu, and we've had also him. Rabbi Yitzchak was teaching us about the difference between Kisaria and Yerushalayim. How when one is up, one is down. It's a seesaw. They're never on equal uh, footing. So in this case, we have Amr of Yitzchak, Rav Yitzchak says, If a person says to you, I've toiled, but I haven't found. You can't believe him. If he says, He said, if I haven't toiled, but I did find, I did find what I was looking for. You can't believe him either. If he says that I've toiled and I have found, then we believe him. Now generally we'll see. This is a beautiful Gemara, very famous Gemara, and it's good to know where its sources, where its Yisod, where its Makor is. It's, as, as we're learning, it's on Vav Amid Beis and Megillah. We always say this connects to Torah. So Hani Mili the Gemara says, these words have been said Bedivrei Torah. Regarding Torah, when a person is the pursuit of understanding and studying the Torah, it's all about putting in the toil, and that, that is what will lead to understanding. Anything less than that, we cannot believe. But when it comes to business, it's all from HaKadosh Baruch It's all from the help of heaven. A person can toil as much as they want. They might not see any fruits of their labor. And a person can maybe do absolutely nothing. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu will give them wealth. And then as well, when it comes to Divrei Torah as well, we only said this, this idea of that the toil leads to a success and understanding that's to, to really sharpen, to sharpen one's understanding and really understanding the sugya. But to establish the girsa, the text, meaning to remember what one has learned and have this memory, that as well as siyatamin shemaya person. Some people don't have to study that hard and they remember things. Some people study a lot and then a week later they forget it all. So it's all min hashemayim that idea. But when it comes to the truth, like the understanding, the delving deep, that all has to do with toil and effort. Okay. The Amar Rav Yitzchak, and Rav Yitzchak, he also teaches us, If a person sees a wicked person, and it's as if it, the time is, it's like a misacheceslo. The time plays with him. It smiles at him. It's a fortunate time for the Rasha. For some reason, you see Hatzlacha that's coming from this wicked person. The Gemara says, Rav says, Al Tisgarabo. Do not provoke him. Do not scoff him. Shnamar, as it says in Tehillim, Laman Zayin. Aleph 37.1. It says, Al Titachar Bimeraim. Do not contend with the evildoers. Not only that, below od ela shedrachav matzlichin, and furthermore, the other thing that you have is that his ways will be matzlich; he'll be successful. And even if you try and contend with him, he'll still be successful when the time is upon him, when this smile, this playful, you know, success is upon him. Shnamar, as it says, yachilu drachav b'chol es. It says this is also in Tehillim. This is Yud. 
Parak Yud Pasuk Hey, it says that prosper of his ways will be at all times. Below Od, and not only that, but furthermore, that he will merit in judgment. Shnemar, as it says, once again, this is in Yud Hey, Marom Mishpatecha Minegdo. That it says that from up above, your judgment is as opposite him, as if to say, like, the 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 Shemaim is on his side, so, so to speak. And not only that, Vlod Elashiroa Bisain of and he'll see he'll see his enemies. I guess he'll see his enemies the downfall of his enemies, Shnemar Koltsaravya Fiach Bahem. And it says all of his enemies uh, he'll he'll hiss at them. I mean there's all this Hatzlacha, so it doesn't even pay when you see the time is there. His fortune is upon him to even try and provoke and to try and and uh, reject and to try and uh, diss and you know bring him down. It's not going to work. Something Gemara asks after all this teaching of Rabbi Yitzchak that it seems like don't get in the way of a Russia when the time is fortunate for him. Is that really true? Didn't Rabbi Yochanan say the name Rabbi Shimon Yochai? Motorly, he's garoys b'rishayim b'olamaze. Rabbi Yochanan says the name Rabbi Shimon ben Yochai that it's permitted his garos to provoke, to scoff, to make fun, to mock the wicked in this world. Shnamar, as it says, is in Mishlei Chavches Dalid 28.4. It says, Ozve Torah, Yahalu Rasha, those that forsake the Torah, they praise the wicked. And then Vishomre Torah, Yisgarubam, and those who guard the Torah, they provoke, they scoff them, they scoff the wicked. So you see in Mishle, it says that you're supposed to, those who really appreciate and, and, and follow the Torah, you mock those that are, are wicked. Vitani, and it was also taught in Ambraisa, Rabbi Doistai Bar Maton, Maton Omar, Rabbi Doistai Bar Maton, he said, Motor lihis garos one is allowed to mock, to provoke the wicked in this world. And if it so happens that a person whispers and says, and he quotes the Pasuk, right? The Pasuk from Tehillim, Lama Zion Aleph. Let's say he says, says, don't, don't provoke the, the, the evildoers and, and don't be jealous of those that do iniquity. Meaning to say, like, don't comment, don't get in their way. So the Gemara says, one who's going to say that through a whisper, it's really Misha Libo Nokfa Omar Kane. It's only a person whose heart strikes him, who's that, that that person himself kind of, it doesn't have a clean slate either, that they've done something wrong. So they're worried. I can't really scoff and mock the wicked because I myself have done things that are wrong. I fear my own sins. So they'll say that. But you see from Rabdostai Barmatan, he's saying, you should really diss out and you should really mock the wicked. This idea of not doing so just shows that you have fear of your own sins. So Ella, rather, how does Rabbi Dostai Barmaton read that pasuk that the person whispered to, to you? Ella al-titchar b'mereim, do not scoff, do not provoke the, for the evildoers. That means lihiyos k'mereim, don't be like the evildoers. And then v'al-titchar b'mereim, avla, and don't be jealous of those that are, are that do that are the doers of iniquity to not do like those don't be like those that are the uh, are the doers of iniquity okay but it doesn't mean that you can't mock them the Omer and it also says and this is in Mishlei Chaf Gimel Yud Yud Zayin Chaf Gimel Yud Zayin it says your heart shouldn't be 
um, jealous or envious of the sinners. So all of this seems to be a major question on Rabbi Yitzchak taught us about this idea of at its proper time, when you see the Rishoyim have their auspicious moment for them, that you see all the success, and Rabbi Yitzchak says, don't, don't mock them, don't provoke them. But clearly we see from Rabbi Yochanan and Rabbi Shimon ben Yochai and Rabbi Dostai bar Maton that it seems like you do mock them. So the Gemara has to answer this contradiction. So lo kasha, the Gemara says, it's not a question. First reason is because one is referring to your own personal interests and needs. One is talking about things of Shemaim. If the Rishayim are doing things that clearly are against HaKadosh Baruch Hu and that diminish the uh, the presence of HaKadosh Baruch Hu in our world, you have to mock them, right? But if it's something about your own life, that they're, they're something they're, they're going against you, they wronged you, and you see that they're being successful, so then you follow like Rav Yitzhak, just don't say anything. But to defend the Kaddish Baruch and Shemaim, of course you would have to mock them and provoke them. Okay, second answer is Vibay Seima, Ha Veha Bamiladide. The truth is it's both talking about both Rav Yitzhak and uh, the other uh, the other Tanayim. They're talking about Miladide, your own your own needs, your own interests when the when the wicked goes against you. Below Kashian, once again, it's not a question why not. When is it that? When they attack you, specifically you, and wrong you, you're allowed to mock them. That's what that tzadik gamor, a complete tzadik, is nothing to worry about. And the other one, when you're not supposed to provoke them, that's a tzadik sheino gamor. That's someone who is not a complete tzaddik. So as a, again, the resume is not so great and therefore she should be more careful. Why would I, why would I anger any of the um, deciding factors in Shemaim by mocking this wicked person when I myself might not have um, the greatest resume? I'm not a tzaddik gum or okay. Dama Ravuna, as Ravuna said, my dixiv, why is it written in Chabakuk? This is Aleph Yud Gimel. Why is it written? Lama tabit bogdim tacharish bebala rasha tzadik bimenu. Why is it that you look at the, why you look and gaze treacherously and you remain silent as the wicked swallows the one who's more righteous than him, from him? So what does he derive from there? What does Rav Huna derive from that pasuk? It's saying, Tzadik mimenu bolea. He will swallow up. The wicked, he will swallow up. The Tzadik, one who is more righteous than him. That's not a Tzadik Gamur. However, Tzadik Gamur ain't a bolea. But if it's a, a truly complete righteous person, the Russia can't do anything to him. So when it's not a Tzadik Gamur, you see the wicked, they may even have the upper hand. But when it's a Tzadik Gamur, the Tzadik Gamur stands in front of the wicked and totally totally destroys them, and therefore he can mock them all he wants. Okay, and that's a third answer is, the third answer is, the truth is, it's maybe not a question at all, because what was Rabbi Yitzhak talking about? He was talking specifically about a that when like the upper realm smiles upon the wicked, the idea, right, the Moshe Rabbeinu's question of, why is it Sadik Viralo Rosh Tovlo? Why is it good for the Rashaim? There are times where it's good for them. And at that moment in time, you know it's destined from a Kaddish Baruch that it will be good for them and what you can't do anything. So it's shiny. It's different by a Shah Misach But all other times where you don't see like this crazy amount of fortune coming the wicked's way, then you could mock, then you could provoke. Okay. Amar Ula, Ula says, Italia Shal Yavon, 
Italy of Greece. This happens to be this Italy in southern Rome. It happens to be a great city in Rome, and it's 300 parsod by 300 parsod. And there are 365 markets like the days of the year of the solar calendar. The cotton shibakulam and the smallest market of all of them. It's Shel Mochre Ophos. It's the one who sells poultry, who sells birds. It happens to be 16 meal by 16 meal, which is like four parsos by four parsos. And the king, he dines. He goes from one market to the next, and every day has a huge meal in that market. And the person who lives in this area, in this uh, Italia, even though he wasn't born there, or he doesn't have citizenship by birth, but he lives there now. He is given a certain, he takes a certain allowance, a certain prize, an allowance from the, the house of the king. They all got something. And the one who was born there, even though he doesn't live there and reside there right now, also he's also going to take this allowance, this gift from, this payment from the king's house. So things would seem to be very good. It was very affluent. And there are 3,000 bathhouses there. And there were 500 windows that allowed the smoke to um, exit out of the windows outside of the wall so it wouldn't uh, ruin the walls. And then it says, One side of Italy was uh, an ocean was the river was the sea but and one side of it had mountains and hills one side had a wall of iron and one side had these pebble ground pebbles and a swamp so it's very interesting how this is the conclusion of the gemara and this is the end of the first Mishnah, I think it is, the first Mishnah. And if you remember, we were talking about cities that are surrounded by walls, and it just closes with this idea of Italy, the crack of Rome, had four different sides with four different surroundings. There must be some deeper connection, but it's not for now. But of course, there's definitely more analysis to speak of. Okay, let's go to the Mishnah. Mishnah, Karu es ba'adar harishon. If you read the Megillah and Adarishon, Vinis Avra Hashana, and then after you know Purim, the uh, the Sanhedrin, they decided, okay, we have to intercalate the year. We have to add a month. And what happens? Korin Osa Adarshani. You're supposed to then read the Megillah again in Adarshani, and the Mishnah concludes, Ein ben Adar Harishon Adarshani Elakrias Hamegillah Matanos Levionim. There is no difference between Adar, Rishon, Adar, Sheni, except for the reading of the Megillah and Matanos Avionim and the gifts to the poor, which seems to imply that when you know it's going to be two Adars, you have to make sure that it was it's in the second Adar when you read the Megillah and when you do Matanos Avionim, but maybe all other things you could do in Adar, Rishon as well. So let's see the Gemara. The Gemara says, Hala Inyan Seder Parshios Zevezeshavin. When it comes to the order of the parshios, right? We have parshas shkalim, we have zachor, we have parshas hachodesh, 
We have Parshas Para. The implication of the Mishnah is that both Adar Rishon and Sheni are equal. And if, let's say, you were to have read all of them throughout the Adar Rishon, then I guess you're good to go if you uh, make it a leap year. Or even if it was maybe two months that you knew about. It seems like it's implying that if you read it in the first month, then it's okay. You have to read it in the second month because they're equal. You could do it in either or. Okay, so now the Gemara asks, Mani Masnison, who exactly is our Mishnah? So it's a low Tanakama. It doesn't seem like it's going to be the Tanakama. Velo Rabbi Eliezer, Rabbi Yossi. It's not, it doesn't seem to be Rabbi Eliezer, Rabbi Yossi. Velo Rabbi Shimon Gamaliel. And it's not going to be like Rabbi Shimon Gamaliel. What, what does the Gemara mean here? So we're going to quote this Brisa. It's going to give us all of these opinions. And we're going to try and align and see how, at least from this point of view, none of them seem to be in line with the Mishnah. Detanya, as it was taught in a Brisa, Karu es ha-Megillah be'adar ha-Rishon. If you read the Megillah and other Rishon, Vinis Avrahashana, and then you made it a leap year, they realized we had to add a month, You're supposed to read in other Shani. Why? Shakol mitzvos. Because at the end of the day, all the mitzvos that are noheg generally in the second Adar, there also could be noheg in the first Adar, except for. Mikra Megillah. Mikra Megillah has to be done in the second other. Okay, so let's take that opinion and leave it for now. It says like, you, right, it's the Mikra Megillah is the only difference that you have to make sure you do that again in other Shani. Then you have Rabbi Eliezer Rabbi Yossi Omer. Rabbi Eliezer Rabbi Yossi says, You're not, you don't read it in other Shani if you already read in other Rishon. Why? Because all the mitzvahs that are done in other Shani, you could do them in other Rishon. And since you read the Megillah in other Rishon, Rabbi Eliezer Rabbi Yossi will say, you don't have to go back and read it again in other Shani. You already fulfilled your mitzvah. Okay. Then we have Rabbi Shimon Gamaliel Omer, Mishum Rabbi Yossi. Rabbi Shimon Gamaliel says the name of Rabbi Yossi. Af other Hashani. You're even supposed to read in other Shani. Why? Shekol. Because all of the mitzvahs that are knowing in the second Adar are actually not knowing in the first Adar, and therefore you have to read the Megillah again in Adar Shani. Okay. Right? All the mitzvahs that are done in Shani, you don't, they're not knowing in Rishon. You have to read the Megillah again. Vishavin, however, everyone's equal. Behefsid of Atinus, Shester, and Zebetz. Everyone agrees, though, that by other Rishon, other Shani, you have Yudalad and Tesvav, both in other, other Rishon and other Shani, it's permitted. You're not, sorry, you're not allowed to eulogize or fast in those days. Okay, so now the Gemara asks, Rabbi Shimon Gamaliel, Hainu Tanakama, wait a second. Rabbi Shimon Gamaliel, who said, that you have to read the Megillah again because everything that's supposed to be in other Shani, you can't do in other Rishon. Isn't that the Tanakama? Because the Tanakama also said, right, that if you read it in other Rishon, you're supposed to read it in other Shani because everything's the same except for Mikra Megillah. You have to read again other Shani. They seem to be saying the same exact thing. There seems to be no difference. So what's going on here? So Amar of Papa Surah Papa says, Say their parashas the, the only difference between Rabbi Shimon Gamaliel and Tanakama is the order of the parashios. Okay, that that detail, right, of when you read these four parshios, v'shkalim uh, zachor para and chodesh and para. Okay, so para and chodesh. So ikabinayu. That's what's the difference between Tanakama and Rishim Gamliel. How so? The Tanakama sabr. Tanakama they hold like this. Lidchatchila b'sheni. They, they say, listen, lidchatchila. The best way to do the arba parshios is to read another sheni. However, v'i avud barishon avud. And if but if you did read them during the first adar, then you did and. 
However, bar me mikra megila, except for mikra megila, da'af al gav de karo barishon karo bashinu. Except for mikra megila, even though you read it in the first other, you have to read it again in the second other. And then, what Rabbi Shimon Gamil would say, Rabbi Shimon Gamil would say, no, if you read the Arba Parshios in the first other, you have to read them again in the second other as well. So that's the difference, Arba Parshios. Rabbi Shimon Gamil would say, you got to read it again in the second other as well as reading the Megillah again. Then we have Rabbi Elazar, Rabbi Yossi Savar, and Rabbi Elazar, Rabbi Yossi, he holds, Afilu Mikra Megillah He says, no, even reading the Megillah, you could read it in the first other. So all the more so, you wouldn't have to repeat the Arba Parshios. And then Rabbi Shimon Gamliel Savar, Rabbi Shimon Gamliel, he holds Afilu Seder Parshios. So I jumped the gun. This is what he this is when he says his opinion. Rabbi Shimon Gamliel Savar, he holds Afilu Seder Parshios. Even the Seder Parshios, Ikaro Barishon Karo If you read it in the first other, you have to read it again in the second other. So now we see uh, that yes, Rabbi Shimon Gamliel and Tanakama are different regarding the Arba Parshios. If you would have to read them again in other Shani, Tanakama would say no. Rabbi Shimon Gamliel would say, yes, you do. But of course, they both agree that you have to read the Megillah over again in other Shani. So now, Mani, who exactly is our Mishnah-like? Itanakama. If you want to say it's like the Tanakama, so Kashya Matanos. The, the question you have is Matanos Avioni, because our Mishnah said that you have to redo Mikra Megillah and Matanos Avionim. Those are specifically for other Shani. But the Tanakama in the Bryce that we quoted only said Mikra Megillah. didn't mention Matanos Avionim. So it seems like that Tanakama can't be our mission because it leaves out Matanos Avionim. E Rebbe Eliezer Berebiosi, Kashinami Mikra Megillah. If you want to say our mission is like Rebbe Eliezer Berebiosi, the problem is even Mikra Megillah, Rebbe Eliezer Berebiosi would say you have fulfilled it in other Rishon. And our mission says Mikra Megillah, you have to read again another Shani. So it clearly can't be. Rabbi Eliezer, Rabbi Yossi. And then, E. Rabbi Shimon Gamliel, if you want to say that our mission is like Rabbi Shimon Gamliel, Kasha Seder Parshios. It seems like the question is Seder Parshios. Why? Because our Mishnah said the only things you have to do over again in the second Adar would be Mikra Megillah and Matana Savionim. And then the implication the Gemara made right away was that Arba Parshios, they're equal, and then you wouldn't have to do it again. So, how, which one is our Mishnah? So the Mishnah, the Gemara says, the Olam Tanakama. The truth is, it's really the Tanakama. The Tana Mikra Megillah, and what we teach Mikra Megillah, the Tanakama said Mikra Megillah in the Brisa, meaning they said you have to do a Mikra Megillah again in the second other, and they also meant a Tana Savionim as well. You have to do that as well again. Okay, they just left it out in the Brisa, but they really meant that, and therefore they can be the Mishnah. Tahabahatalia, why? Because both are dependent on each other. Mikra Megillah and Matana Savionim, as we said before. And then Nehemiah here, Mikra Megillah, they know they're going to get the gifts. So they're, they're dependent on each other. And by saying you have to read the Megillah again, you're implying you have to give Matana Savionim again and other Shani. The other answer that the Gemara gives is the Olam, really, Rabbi Shimon Gamliel. Really, the Mishnah could be Rabbi Shimon Gamliel. And our Mishnah is a Chesure Mechsara. Our, our Mishnah is written in a way that it was missing certain words of And this is how you should have read the Mishnah. There is no difference between the 14th of Adarishan and the 14th of Adarshani. Ella Mikram Megillah Umatanos, except for Mikram Megillah and Matanos. Halinian Hesped, regarding Hesped Vitanis Zevazeshavin, regarding eulogies and fasting, they both agree that on Adarishan, Yudalad and Tesvav, and Adarshani Yudal and Tesvav, you can't eulogize, you can't fast. And then what do we conclude with? The Ilu Seder Parshas, Lomairi. And if we're talking about Seder Parshas, we're not dealing with that in the Mishnah. The Mishnah is dealing with specific things on Purim proper, on Purim itself, not on the Parshas you read around Purim in the month of other. So it's not dealing with that. 
However, if it was, technically, you can plug in Rabbi Shimon Gamliel's opinion, and you could say that if you were to have read them in other Rishon, you should read them again in other Shani. So technically, our Mishnah could be Rabbi Shimon ben Gamliel. Okay, Amar Rabbi Chia bar Abin Amar Rabbi Yochanan. Rabbi Chia bar Abin says the name Rabbi Yochanan, Hilchasa, Rabbi Shimon Gamliel, Shamar Mishum Rabbi Yossi. He says the halacha follows Rabbi Shimon Gamliel, who says in the name Rabbi Yossi, that what would it be? That yes, you pretty much have to do everything over again. Other Shane, you would have to do the uh, Megillah over again. You would have to do Matanos Avionim again. And you have to do Arba Parashios again. And then Amr Rabbi Yochanan, so Rabbi Yochanan himself says, right before it was quoted Rabbi Yichia Bar Abin in the name of Rabbi Yochanan, but here Rabbi Yochanan himself says, Ushnehem Mikra Echad Darshu. Rabbi Yochanan says that they all darshan out one Pasuk. What is that Pasuk? Bechol Shana Vishana. We see this Bechol Shana Vishana. That's in Esther Tes Chaf Zayin. It should be every single year. There has to be a consistency. So Rabbi Eliezer, Rabbi Yossi Savar, Rabbi Eliezer, Rabbi Yossi, who said that you don't have to do anything over again because you could do everything in other Risha. And he says, Bechol Shana Vishana. We read every single year. Makol Shana Vishana, Adar Hasamuch Lishvat. Just like every single year, we celebrate Purim and the other closest to Shvat, the month before it. Avkan, other Samach Shvat. So to here, it's the other, which is close to Shvat. However, Rabbi Shimon Gamliel Savar, who says that you have to do everything over again in other Shani, he says, Bechol Shana Vashana, every single year. Makol Shana Vashana, other Hasamach Lenisan. Avkan, other Hasamach Lenisan. Just like every single year, other, when you have one other. Right, it's following Shvat, but it's also close to Nisan. So too, in a year like this here as well, when you have two others, it's the other Hasamuch Nisan. It's the other close to Nisan. So we say Bishlam Rabbi Eliezer Rabbi Yosi. I understand the opinion of Rabbi Eliezer Rabbi Yosi, who says that you do it next to the Shvat. Mistaver Taimo. His reasoning makes sense. De ein mavir and because you're not supposed to pass over mitzvos. Do the mitzvos as as at the earliest time, which is right after Shvat. The first other do the mitzvos. Ella Rabbi Shimon Gamliel, my time of. What are Rabbi Shimon Gamliel? Why is he saying wait to the second other? So I'm a Rabbi Tavi, time of the Rabbi Shimon Gamliel. So Rabbi Tavi says the reason for Rabbi Shimon Gamliel is misamach geula legeula adif. He says, he says bringing close the two geulas, the geula to geula, the geula of Purim to the geula of Pesach. That is better. It is more important to bring the geulas closer together than to separate it by one month. Okay, there's another reason given for. Rabbi Shemim and Gamaliel will stop here, though. We'll continue next time. Yashir. Koach.